Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Crypto Zone. My name is Jeremy Hughes. And I'm Lois Stone. I think my mic blew out a bit there, uh, but that's fine. That's life. <laughs> the people know who you are. They do. You're Jeremy Hughes, the unmatchable. It's true. The unknowable. Sometimes I am larger than life and larger than my <laughs> microphone can deal with. Um, yeah. I sound like I'm in a cave right now, I bet. Um, you do sound like extra mysterious from where I'm sitting. Yeah. I wish I was in a cave, but I'm not. I'm in, uh, so it turns out hardwood floors. Yeah. Great in general, but not great for podcasts. I just moved into this apartment and, uh, I own two pieces of furniture. Nice. I own a table that I'm sat at and a chair that I'm sat on. <laughs> You're going to have to buy some like extra sheets to build a little like, Fort. Yeah. Well, I have like a little side room that I'm thinking I might turn into a little podcast studio sneakers. Yes. Yes. Uh, where it's like, like obviously I don't want to have like a radio booth in my apartment, but like mm. it's just like a little nook most of the time, but then every once in a while you can like get the foam out. I don't know how, I don't know how you build a radio <laughs> studio. Wall. I just love it like time to get out the foam. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I need to find some kind of solution because I am just extra echoey. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe it like fits the mood, especially for this week's episode, I feel. Yeah, maybe you're right. I feel like this week's like especially spooky. Mm-hmm. It is pretty spooky. That's right. Do you want to introduce to the people what crypto... We're, not really cryptid even, but do you want to talk, introduce to the listeners what we're talking about this week? Yeah, so we're we're talking about La Jobless, mm-hmm. um, which is from the Caribbean. It is, and was suggested to me by one Catherine O'Brien. Um, so thank you, Catherine, for telling us to do this one because it's cool. Yeah, we're kind of we're kind of uh, moving into new territory here. Like this isn't really a cryptid; it's more just like more general folklore. Yeah, but it's cool because like we we did like um you know like the axe handle hound, which is definitely that's true in the realm of folklore. This is like a person of folklore. And yeah, I think it makes sense. Like like if we're gonna do the show long term, then there are mm-hmm. only so many like cryptid ass cryptids we can talk about. Like, yes. I think it makes sense. Also, I sort of like this thing where people sort of go like, hey, have you heard of this? And we go, no, let's do it on the show. And then we have literally no idea what it is yep. until we're getting ready for the show. And at that point, it's too late. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't change. We're committed. Because if, if anything, we're not quitters. It's true. Well, <laughs> hmm, sometimes. <laughs> One would argue. Yeah. Not quitters. All right. <laughs> at least when it comes to researching things on wikipedia yeah okay yeah <laughs> usually usually i'm quitting other things in favor of researching things on wikipedia yeah i mean that's how my priorities also go mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah so la jobless takes us into a different part of the world yeah, the, uh, the Caribbean, the, as you said. Oh, I can never spell Caribbean right. I always do two R's and one B, so it's just, it's just like Caribbean. I'm just yeah. like, no. Like a Caribbeaner? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, like, I didn't even. Yeah. Does that have two R's? No, I think that just has one. Oh. Okay, maybe not. I take it back. Yeah. It's like nothing. It is like nothing. <laughs> it's just a funny word. Uh, Bean is a good word. Yes, it is. But yeah, most <laughs> off the rails before we've even started. 
I'm fine yeah. with it. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm I'm quite yeah, happy to just completely derail this forever. Um, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. <sighs> um, um, so I I did take that trip to Brighton. I know everyone listening was waiting in, in with their bated breath because I think last episode I talked about how I was going to go to Brighton because I wanted mm-hmm. to go to Exmoor to see their Black Panther exhibit. Did you did you go to Exmoor? No, I I didn't go to Exmoor because it turns out that it takes just as long to get to Exmoor from Brighton as from where I currently am. Ah, uh, tragic. Yeah. Did you see any other kind of Black Panther exhibit? No, I saw some other cool exhibits. Uh, the Brighton Museum has got this very, very cool exhibit on uh, the painter Gluck right now. So if anybody's there, it's on until the 3rd of June. Uh, and you should go because Gluck is like one of my favorite historical characters. And also the 3rd of June is my birthday. And I just want everyone to take a moment to note that down because you should be in your diary already. But just in case it doesn't, like, here's a moment. 3rd of June, Lois's birthday. There you go. Okay. Good job. I'm glad you all wrote it down. Yeah, I definitely wrote that down. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, yep. Um, so are you going to get any new furniture for this apartment? I was thinking I might at some point, yeah. you going to just, like, steal it from your neighbors? Yeah, well, I actually already uh, I already stole a bed from uh, a friend of mine who lives up the street. So I've already successfully stolen one piece of furniture. Um, nice. Yeah, it's actually it's pretty good. Um I don't know about, like, I have a friend who has a couple of dining chairs I might steal, but generally, like, it's a, it's a, coming from the UK, in the UK, when you rent an apartment, all of the furniture is already in it. Yes. And you don't really ever, I mean, you very rarely come across unfurnished places. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the US, you rent an apartment, there ain't shit in it. It's completely empty. So I'm kind of looking forward to, like, being here and getting to, getting to decorate this place from the ground up. Mm-hmm. I was, I was gonna say, I'm now finding this thing because I'm looking for new flats where there's this mm-hmm. like particular price point in the UK where if there, it's like just nice enough that you're probably not just out of university, but like yeah. still pretty crap. And that's mm-hmm. the unfurnished flat zone. Yeah. It's like kind of young professional. Yeah. Where they're like, yeah. you make more than minimum wage probably. Mm-hmm. So, but not by much. But not by much. So, like, we're gonna give you a fridge, but you can sleep on the floor. Yeah, I was on an air mattress yeah. for like legit a week. <laughs> oh, grim. Uh, it's all right now. I have a bed. Having a bed, it turns out, is pretty good. Yeah. Like, I wanna. I, I basically, I think I have like my list of furniture I want, and then just like when my paycheck paycheck comes in each month, I'm gonna be like, okay, one more piece of furniture. So hopefully, in six months' time, yeah. I will have upwards of six pieces of furniture. <laughs> yeah, and it depends on how much you can steal, I suppose. Yeah, but but like some things, yeah. like I want to have all my friends come out and hang out with me in uh, in the US. So I, I want to mm-hmm. get a good sofa that pulls out into a nice double bed, and like that ain't cheap. Yeah, yeah, I can't give you any advice on sofas at all. I'm afraid. A good friend of mine uh, said that the, the like marker of when you're like actually an adult is when you're making payments on a sofa. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. Like apparently there are f- sofas fancy enough that you have to like pay them off. See, the thing is I haven't been able to do anything like that since I got here because my credit score has been four since I arrived. 
So, so for, for people who don't live in the US, the, your credit score is a thing that goes up from like, generally the range is like 300 is terrible credit up to six or 700, right? It's like, I think 700 is like the top. Yeah. I, for some reason, I think some tiny thing happened because, because, uh, my credit score was obviously zero before I lived here. And then, like, obviously, there was something I did that gave me, like, a tiny bit of credit. So my score was just sat at four for two months. And so I was like, oh, maybe I'll get a loan to buy furniture. And they were like, nope. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll get a cell phone on contract. They were like, nope. You just can't get anything. <laughs> credit score is four, friend. Yeah. Uh, credit's- it's not a great system, really. No, it's a pretty terrible system, honestly. Yeah, it's like, oh, you have to have already been doing this for us to let you do it yeah it's a bit like when jobs are like yeah we'd like 10 years experience yeah and you just need to be out of university and you're like no yeah it's the same system it's garbage all of it's garbage Mm -hmm. let's just start a commune yeah god please (laughs) eventually i always circle back to commune so yeah it's the only way to go honestly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (sighs) all right all right let's talk about this (laughs) cryptid Yeah, let's <laughs> ledger bless. Do you wanna um do you wanna talk some more? Should I talk for a bit? What do you think? Um um well I'll start with the pronunciation. Okay. So I when I gave you the name, I spelled it wrong. I don't know if you noticed it all because I did change it as soon as I looked it up on our like little shared document thing. No, I don't think I did notice. Okay. Excellent. I look very together now. And that's because the since it's a French word and um, French language likes to trick you with pronunciation, so it's pronounced with like a J sound, like la mm-hmm. jobless, but it is spelled not that with a D. Yeah, it's D I A B L E S S E. Yes, yeah, which means like the the devil woman, right? Yeah, it does. I found this this cool. Um, French etymology website. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say that like Google Chrome translated the website for me. So this might not be completely right, but it was giving like different definitions of, um, la jobless. And it's like, you know, like she devil, it's a feminine version of the devil could mean the devil's wife. But then one of the like later definitions was that this could be used as an expression to refer to a very tall woman. Oh. Um, and I think that that ties into, to our, Dear friend that we're talking about today. Oh, what? Just a tall woman? Yeah, just like a super tall woman who's going to murder you probably. Mm, well, well, no. We'll get into that later. Um, importantly, no. <laughs> N- not quite. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Well, you you start. Should you describe La Jobless for the people. Okay. So La Jobless is, unlike most cryptids, not a creature, but like a a, a woman ostensibly or originally human woman so this is a she's a she's a, a creature of folklore in trinidad and tobago so hence the, mm-hmm. the kind of french origins there in the caribbean uh she is a, a as we said a devil woman she roams at night she has uh, these kind of like burning coals for eyes mm-hmm. and uh the face of a corpse but uh but her her eyes and face are hidden underneath this wide-brimmed hat and a veil she also wears like a blouse with puffy sleeves and like a long skirt and uh and she has underneath her skirt one leg is a, a cloven foot so like a, a cow or 
yeah, I think cow's was is the one, right? Like, yeah. like a cow's yeah. foot. So she has one human foot and one cow's leg um hidden under the skirt. And uh the the folk tales go that she shows up at like village dances and stuff like that. Uh she charms the men and uh and all of the women feel this this intense like dislike and envy of her. And then she will ask a man to take her home. Uh and then cuz she basically puts a spell on a man and it's like, "Hey, let's let's get out of here." And the man is like, "Yeah, okay, cool." And then she leads this man deep into the forest and uh and then disappears. And then the man is left on his own. Yeah. He's left to find his way home and then inevitably dies by falling into a ravine or river or like getting mauled by hogs was another thing I read. Yeah, I kept seeing that. There was like one that came up in loads and loads of sources specifically mauled by hogs. Yeah. Like not like death by wild animal, but like hogs. Yeah. What's up with the hogs? Are hogs just common in Trinidad? <laughs> I don't know. I guess, I mean, and I guess, like, they are bigger than we probably realize as generally city-dwelling folk. Yeah, I don't have a lot of hog experience, I will be honest. They're real big. I've seen the Lion King. Yeah, I feel like that even makes them smaller than they are in real life. Mm-hmm. I know, like, obviously there's a bit of variation uh, in some stories for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because usually she's in the wide-brimmed hat. Sometimes she also has a veil. Yeah, I saw both. Yeah, and then I saw some versions where she always has the, like, hideous corpse face. Um, and then some versions where she has, like, a normal face. And then she reveals the corpse face, like, Buffy vampire style. It's like, ha-ha! Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's some where the guys don't end up dying, but do just sort of wake up naked in nettle bushes always yeah. specifically nettle bushes as well right well there's got to be some kind of pain in there yeah i mean it's not bad enough to just wake up naked in a bush you have to also be covered in nettles otherwise it's yeah. not really suffering yeah <laughs> um i gotta say i've never i don't think i've of all of the the creatures we've talked about this is the one i identify with the strongest you know? <laughs> Where you just walk into a room and half of the people are like, I want a bone. And the other peop- half of the people are like, I just hate them. Um, I don't know about that quite so much. <laughs> More just like, you know, you're wearing, you're wearing all these fancy clothes. And then underneath you're like a hideous hell beast, you know? <laughs> oh, that's harsh. Well, no, but, but in a cool way, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, in a cool way. Yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah. Obviously. And like, I read things about like, her smell alternates between perfume and decaying flesh, and like, same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, she seems very cool. Um, but. She does. Like, so when I, when I was first reading it, I thought like, oh, this is similar to like, like our friend, like the hide behind, like the, to explain why like some people just like go missing or wake up mm-hmm. naked in nettle bushes after uh town dances you know it's like a cautionary tale right like don't yeah yeah so that was my first reaction but then a bunch of the websites that i looked at gave other explanations um okay so one of them said that it was that like women would say it to like their husbands to to keep them from staying out too late at parties and stuff mm-hmm. like oh if yeah. you stay out too late she's gonna get you and i was like mm, that i don't super love that and then there was one where uh 
It said that it's a just cautionary tale for young men, uh, warning them to be wary of women who are attractive but might have evil personalities. Mm-hmm. And then there's uh, one article as well that talks specifically about uh, – so this is from – the Trinidad and Tobago Guardian. It was an article from yeah. 2013. And it was mm-hmm. talking about how this story comes up specifically at the time when um, there's this massive infusion of French people coming into Trinidad. Um, and many of them are from the French-controlled in, um, islands and um, Martinique specifically. And so may have been a way to sort of like worn off about like associating with women from Martinique. Okay. So, cause this article talks about how the clothes that she's described in are, um, synonymous with Martinique and the other French Antilles. Yeah. So that there's this, this idea of like anxiety about new settlers and, and the danger that they might pose. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Which I thought was, um, you know, just a, an interesting, uh, you know, like possible origin of the story. Also, possibly a little racist because a bunch of articles did talk about how a bunch of the people coming from Martinique were of African descent. Oh no! Yeah, mm. yeah, it, it yeah, Ugh. yeah. Um, with the racism, I know it's like bad enough that it's like you know the Caribbean islands are obviously subjected to a lot of really awful colonizing history and then mm-hmm. you had to take their cool story and like add a bit of racism in that as well yeah yeah um but the first i think recording of it or the the, the recording of the story that made it popular i don't know if you saw this was this guy laf lafcadio hearn i don't know if i did say that 19th century, he spent two years in the West Indies in the 1880s. Oh, cool. And wrote about La Dabulas. And talked about her specifically around the city of, um, oh, what's my writing say? I want to say St. Pierre. Saint, mm, I'm sorry, my have awful writing. Um, but anyway, that city's not there anymore because of a volcanic eruption in 1902. Oh. Yeah. That's very kind of devil y. <laughs> Well, also, I just feel like we don't get enough stories about, like, things that don't exist because of volcanoes. Yeah, that's true. There's, like, Pompeii. That's, like, the big one, right? Yeah. Yeah, but also I feel like Pompeii is, like, so removed from us. But, like, 1902, you know? Yeah, that that is pretty recent. Yeah. But, yeah, so anyway, so this guy wrote that La Diablas, um like, haunts mountain roads and... Okay. uh Yeah, but it also says that she sometimes walks into town uh, and... uh that she's been seen like near the church and the cemetery. Mm. And then, yeah, but only the big cities. So I was wondering, do you think that she only goes to the parties at the big cities? Cause like they're a bit more anonymous, you know? Yeah, I think so. I think that makes sense. Like, like maybe not just the biggest cities, but like you need to go somewhere where it's not weird to see a stranger. Right. Yeah. So if you're in a small, small community, then you see some strange person showing up. You're like, Oh, who's that? Probably the devil woman. Yeah, exactly. So she's like just big enough where it's like, oh, like that must be like Steve's cousin, you know? Mm-hmm. Like he right, said his exactly. cousin might visit and oh, yeah. she is hot. Like when he said that she was cute, I thought it was just like, you know, he was trying to cover for something. Mm-hmm. Like that's sure. Steve also always telling tales. Ah, uh, Steve. <laughs> 
Also, it's weird that Steve would say his cousin was hot. <laughs> I mean, Steve's like just a bit weird, so. Yeah, something not quite right about that guy. <laughs> Maybe it's because his cousin's the devil woman. Yeah. So he's what the devil cousin. <laughs> yeah, but it, they're like like adopted or into the family or something. Yeah, well, that's true. Well, they say that the devil woman. It's like somebody. Go ahead. What do they say about the devil woman? Oh well, they 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 say that she is the devil woman because um because she has made deals with the devil, which have caused her to to turn into this kind of shape shifting spirit, right? That's the origin. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, don't think we said that already, but that's that's where she comes from. No, we didn't. But we didn't. I didn't see anywhere like what did she get out of it? What was she making deals with the devil for? Oh yeah, I had this written down as well that I was like, does she just do this for fun? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like honestly, it, I've said this before. It does sound very cool to like have a cloven foot. Yeah. And like shit like that. Like. She makes the faint sound of rattling chains when she moves. That sounds cool as hell. Yeah, like same. So I'm like, what's the downside? Right? <laughs> like I, I am I am imagining that that like her having to like she's out there, she's talking to the devil, you know, making deals. Yeah. And she's trying really hard to look bummed out when the devil is like, I'll give you what you want, but uh but you're gonna have to have this terrible cloven foot. And she's like, Oh no. That sounds that <laughs> like, sounds terrible. No, please. That's not what I wanted at all. No. Ah, no. oh, <laughs> damn. Because if if you, you'll just have to wear some like sweet skirts to cover it up. Ah, sucks. Because <laughs> if you if you turn to the devil and you're like, oh, that sounds cool, and the devil's just gonna come up with something else, something that's actually bad. Yeah, yeah. So you do have to like fake like you don't want it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, also I read somewhere that, that when she walks down the street, she walks on the side of the road. So her human foot is on the road and her cloven foot is on the grass off the side of the road, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. 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 She's like figured out how to game the system. Mm-hmm. She's like one foot in the human world, one foot in the, in the, I don't know, devil world. <laughs> Hell, that's the one. Yeah. Um, did you see the stuff about how to, like, avoid her? Uh, yeah, I saw that if you want to avoid getting followed by La Jablesse, you, uh, you just get completely naked and then put your clothes on inside out. I don't, not really clear on how that helps, but. I mean, me either, but I'm wondering if it was just like those guys who were found in the nettle bushes, they were like, well, we got halfway there. I was trying to turn my clothes inside out. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that I was trying to sleep with a devil woman, my wife, because I would never do that oh, to maybe. you. I was just turning my clothes inside out. Yeah, of course. And then I lost them. Maybe it, maybe it's like, I don't know. I, uh, I'm kind of torn because part of me was like, well, maybe Ledger Blessed will see someone wearing their clothes inside out and they're like, well, they're obviously a fashion nightmare. I don't want to go near that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, or just like, they seem unhinged. Right. Um, but then on the other hand, like, I'm not sure I believe that would imply that the, the men she chooses, she's like, oh, that's a, clearly a very stylish dude who I want to go take into the forest. And like, I don't think that's the case. I'm pretty sure most of the dudes are deadbeats. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they are walking alone country roads by mm-hmm. themselves late at night. Sure. Yeah. Well, there was one, actually one thing that specifically said, 
that she waits on those removed byways where a man is likely to pass, which, first of all, you know, insinuates that there are many byways where men are not likely to pass. And it's only some of them. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really know enough about Trinidadian byways. I mean, yeah, me either, but... uh <laughs> I was just wondering, like, men specifically, does this mean that women aren't likely to pass them? Is that because, I don't know, are already home? Well, this, this, this ties into yes. the broader question of, like, obviously it's a very heteronormative That's true. story, right? You know, it's like all, all the women are jealous, all the men mm-hmm. fall madly in love. I don't know. Part of me was like, is that Ledger Blessed, who, like, is, like, aggressively straight? Or is it that the, the reason that the story has developed this way is not that all of the men fall in love with her and all of the women hate her? Like, maybe, you know, all the, the people who hate her, the people who envy her are like a mixture of all genders, as are the people mm-hmm. who are really into her, right? But but she doesn't kill people, right? She just leads them into the forest. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, okay, you take it from here. And I like the idea that it's just the dudes who, like, like the women are like, oh, god damn it. Like, <laughs> you, you led me out into the forest. I gotta find my way home. Uh, this is such an inconvenience. And then the dudes are just like, well, guess I'll die. <laughs> or like, you know, she takes him on the walk and then, uh, you know, she's, she gets a woman into the forest and it's like, yeah, let's just go for a walk. And then like disappears. And the woman's like, oh, I'm at home. How nice. Like, so nice to not have to walk by myself. But then, like, she was walking with a guy, and instead of being like, oh, this is a night walk, was like, hey, what if we boned? And she was like, actually, you can die. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I feel that. Yeah. I just I just love the fact that she knows she doesn't even have to do anything. She's like, I don't need to murder you. I just need to, (laughs) like, leave you alone, and you'll take care of the rest. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. It's like, but officer, I didn't murder him. I just... Abandoned him in the woods. He killed himself. Yeah. He fell into a ravine. What a dipshit. <laughs> like, he didn't even follow her into the ravine. Like, he just... Yeah. <laughs> oh. She's just like, you take care of it from here. Like, if you can manage not to f- drown in a river, then whatever. <laughs> Best of luck to you. Yeah, I mean, she gives everybody a fair chance to, to not die, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So that's my theory. Yeah, I'm I'm with it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was reading another thing that was talking about like modern versions. So I've got to think about modern versions. And one thing that are you that there was like a, an inverse version where it was like a man trying to tempt women. Which one do you want to hear about first? Let's hear about the first one first. Okay. Okay. The modern stories. Okay. Yeah. So this was um this thing from the encyclopedia of the African diaspora, which, uh, mm-hmm. first of all, just kind of a dope book. Yeah. I, I took a look at that briefly. It looked pretty cool too. Yeah. So, cause yeah, it talked about how, um, there are like a couple plays and stuff that had been put on that modernized her as a metaphor for AIDS, which I thought mm-hmm. played into that whole being wary of like a foreigner, uh, and also yeah. that the one theory about like, yeah, like that you don't. Yeah. Anyway, so that was really interesting. And then there's a book that uh, was written. It was a picture book called the La Jablas and the Baby. And in this one, like it was a bit changed to La Jablas is like trying to kidnap babies all of a sudden um, mm-hmm. and tries to kidnap this baby from the this grandmother. And the grandmother is like, mm, 
there's something off about this woman and like thwarts her so she doesn't get the baby. But that, that story, that version really interested in me because like it's the only, it's the first time that La Jebless is given like a task that she's doing, you know? She's not just like showing right. up and mm-hmm. trying to murder, but it's, it seems like kind of totally out of her wheelhouse, so to speak, you know, like taking a baby. Yeah. Is it because, cause I, I've seen this book and I read about the book, but I didn't have a copy of the book to read. So I don't know what's, what was in it. Like, is it ever made clear what the deal with the, like what she wants with the baby? Uh, I don't think it is. I think that she just is trying to steal this baby. Okay. For like generic evil purposes. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. then, um, there's this, this whole like, sort of discourse that exists about like presentations of women in like media and stories and things and mm-hmm. um how they're either cast as like like the saintly like virgin or the whore or the mother right mm-hmm. like the bitch you know yeah and it's just interesting i don't know that it seems that she's being recast as like from almost like whore to mother sure does it, if that makes sense, that like, yeah, like yeah, it it's does. still very much one of these tropes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't really know where I was going with this, but it just seemed like it's like a completely different kind of evil than the one that she was supposed to have been before that point. Yeah, I was really curious to learn more. I wish I could have gotten my hands on a copy of that book, but I couldn't find it online anywhere. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, all yeah, all I could find was like reviews of it and stuff discussing it, but I couldn't actually find it either. Struck it down at some point. Um, yeah. So that was that was the the modern versions, and then um, there was this one website that I read that said that there was a male version called a jack o' lantern. Yeah, I saw this too. Is it? Did, do you yeah. see any like details? I didn't see any details on that website about it. Well, no. So I found some information from a different website. Oh, cool. But the other website had n- no information that backed up that claim. Like it was just another tale of something that leads people to disappear. Right. But this other thing, which was from this website called Bump in the Night, it's not even a person. It's just like a mysterious light that looks a bit like a candlelight that people see in the distance. I mean, that sounds that sounds cool. Yeah. It sounds completely different. You're, like, you're right. That's not really... Yeah. But, and so like people do get led astray and then get lost in the woods and then die of exposure. Yeah. But instead of it being a person, or maybe it is a person holding the light, but like... Mm. Um, yeah, but it's, it's still completely... Completely different. So I was like, nice try with the gender switch. No cigar. Yeah, I was like, that sounds a little like MRA. Yeah, yeah. But what about the men? Yeah, that's the vibe I got as well. (sighs) All right. Do you have anything else to talk about for Le Jibless? I don't think so. I think this is going to be kind of a short episode. Yeah, this is is the problem. Well, it's not a problem. I really enjoyed branching out a little bit. Like, the fact that it's not a traditional cryptid means that I was, like, I've kind of fallen into a rhythm with this show of, like, with cryptids, I feel like it is almost more interesting to not look in books too much, to, like, mostly just work on the internet, because Mm -hmm. part of the fun is, like, there's a lot of poorly formatted html websites oh. and a lot of the the appeal of this kind of thing is like trolling through those and reading a bunch of things that don't line up yeah oh i and was i was going to share some comments from this youtube video 
Um, oh yeah, go for it. Yeah. Oh, is this from the the like ten minute film? Yeah, the short film. Um, so anybody is out there who's like, mm, I've got like ten minutes to spare. This this little short film about the La Jablesse is actually pretty good. I really enjoyed it. Hmm. Uh, and it's, it's called La Jablesse from two thousand eleven, just on YouTube. It's mostly silent. It's very pretty. But anyway, I was reading through the comments and. There was one, then the somebody saying that he was um, Grenadian, um, and he says, "So this is I'm Grenadian, so it's super scary." Right. Uh, he says there was this day in school when we told folk tales uh, that we knew, and my friend put up her hand and said, "I know the story of La Jablesse," and when she spoke about it, the rain started to fall. Whoa! And I, I don't know. I just also like love that there's still this like really strong attachment to the story. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It is cool. Yeah. Um, also, like one of the scenes in the video had her with like a lantern or she like goes to a party and there's a big bonfire. Yeah. And this one commenter was like, this is an interesting interpretation of the folklore. However, La Jablas would never go near the fire. Oh, that's um, spooky. And I just love that someone was like, no, this is this is wrong. Yeah. Sorry. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I think it is um, is cool to to do more folklore stuff. I think it, it, this is something I wasn't really mm-hmm. prepared for. I, I wasn't. Or not, I wasn't prepared for, but that I wish I had done more of in the run up to this is like when you're dealing with folklore as opposed to cryptids, it's like a mm-hmm. kind of a, I think it warrants more like book reading, more of that kind of research. So if we, if we do this kind yeah. of thing in the, in the future, I'd quite like to, to like flex, it's like a different muscle you're flexing compared to like going through a bunch of wikis for the Mothman, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'd definitely be up for doing more stuff like this. If you have any cool folklore, you the p- public, the populace, the people whose ears we are in now. Yes, sorry, the listener, not not Lois. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna hear about any interesting folklore stuff, I'm 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 I'd be really interested to like research some things and like you say some some things that that people are still, you know that that. It's tied to people's cultural heritage and like do some research and like try and do it justice. Yeah. You know. I was talking to somebody, I think uh, it was uh, last week and, and they were like, oh yeah, I thought of something, but I didn't think it fit into your cryptid classification. We don't care. Yeah. We don't give a we shit. Don't. Please just send it to yeah, us. We're, we're <laughs> up for whatever. Like this, this is like. Also, if you send a message and we're like, Hey, I think you should do this for your podcast. I, I personally will be so complimented that you think about our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. For sure absolutely i'll do it and like to reiterate what i said earlier there are only so many like cryptid ass cryptids and we will run out at some point if we just do those so i'm i'm yeah i'm i would prefer not to like do all the cryptids and exhaust them and then move into folklore i would rather like do a blend of all of them so like we never run out of either exactly yeah okay well but i think it now it's time for the important question okay yeah that is this is an important question would you date La Jablesse. I mean, sure. What's not to like? <laughs> well, see, I was thinking about this, right? So you've got a very beautiful, well-dressed woman, uh-huh. right? With ties to the devil. Yep. You know, great knowledge of uh, local wildlife. It's true. And uh, the natural environment. Mm-hmm. Could leave me for dead at any moment. Yep. I'm yet to hear a negative. I would 100% date her. Oh, you know This that. sounds like my dream woman. Uh-huh. If this description fits you, call me. <laughs> like a cool cloven <laughs> foot? Are you kidding? 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool club and foot, badass dress sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. For real. Like, you know how to get in touch with me, you know, through all the cryptozone, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. At Suffitz Lois on Twitter. At Suffitz Lois. Yeah. Yeah, that that was another easy one. Yeah. There are literally no downsides. <laughs> no, yeah, literally not a single one. Uh-huh. Uh, cool. Okay. <laughs> that Done. required literally no debate at all. Yeah. No complaints here. All right. No. Do you want to, do you want to talk about, uh, letters from readers? About, hold on. What are we talking about? I don't know about letters. It's not like, like tweets. Tweets. You know? Yes. Do we have any? We had one. We had, well, so we had two things actually. The first one was a friend, a friend of the show, Kate Vandor just messaged yeah. me with no question, just saying she wanted a shout out. So hi, Kate. How's <laughs> hey, it going? Kate. What's up? I hope you're having a wonderful day. Missed you, pal. Uh, come hang out in Chicago sometime. Uh, great. Job done. Yeah. We've had a bunch of people. So before we record, we put on all of our social media that we're going to record and that you should send mm-hmm. us questions. So if you don't always follow us, you know, please do. Uh, at yeah, you should do on that. Twitter and Facebook. Uh-huh. And I've had people like the posts saying send us questions and they didn't actually send us questions. So uh, Robert... And also, Linnea, you're both dead to me. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> so we have no questions. Jeez. Uh, no, we have one question. That that oh, was okay. the bonus from Kate. We have one question from Lanana's Sur La Plage on Twitter. <gasps> oh, yes. Who uh, says, you guys are great. Please at me. Okay. Uh, this is technically like a verbal at, but also I will at you on Twitter. Uh, so you're welcome in advance. Um, the question is... Uh, snog, marry, avoid, Bigfoot, Yeti, skunk, ape. Oh, yes. Um, right. Yes. What is a skunk ape? I don't know. I think we're going to have to do a, a, an episode on it because neither of us know. I am Googling this right now. Yeah, me too. The swamp cabbage man or the Florida Bigfoot. Gosh. That, yeah, this is, this is no good. No, I'd avoid that one. Absolutely. Louisiana Bigfoot. Well, yeah. Also, skunk is in its name. Yeah. And I have low tolerance for um, that. Yeah, if we're doing FMK, I think definitely K on the uh, on the skunk ape. Thank you very much. Yeah. Sorry, skunk ape. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bigfoot and Yeti. Like, these are Bigfoot, Yeti, and skunk ape. These are all very similar. Yeah, this is difficult. They're, like, in the same... Large furry ballpark. Yeah, but right? oh, so I think I think Snog Yeti and Mary Bigfoot, mm. and this is based entirely on my preference of living in the woodlands of northern U.S. slash Canada. Then you know I was like, thinking exactly the same thing. <laughs> the snowy Nepal, like snow's okay sometimes, but um. Yeah, no, I was, I was literally just about to say, yeah, (laughs) same for the reason that I wouldn't want to live in a cold climate. Um, yeah. Okay. So we're agreed. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so Mary Bigfoot, Snug the Yeti, Mm -hmm. avoid Skunk Ape, Mm -hmm. hope that Lajabless calls us. Uh huh. Yeah. I think (laughs) pretty clear cut there. (laughs) Yeah. We're too similar. That's the problem. We have the same answers to everything. The beauty of our friendship is just, how how similar we are that's why we get along so well it's true there's no debate here <laughs> we just instantly make exactly the same decisions yeah because we just read cool. each other's minds yeah it's true all right well there you go job yeah. done yeah for another month 
for another month. Another cryptozone in the can. Would you like to know what we're doing next month? Yes, please. Uh, we're doing the Fayanaga. That sounds very cool. I don't know what that is. By the time I we record the next one, hopefully I will. Thailand. Ooh, cool. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, tune in next month for that one. Yeah, damn right. You know where to find us. It's here. Well, <laughs> until then, you can find the CryptoZone um, Twitter at CryptoZone, and we're also on Facebook under the name CryptoZone. Where can the people find you, Lois? You can find me on Twitter at SupitsLois. It's S-U-P-I-T-S-L-O-I-S. Yep. Yeah, it's a good time over there. Good tweets. <laughs> I, I'm mm-hmm. in this thing right now. I've just been at a bunch of conferences, so I have all these like academic people who have just followed me. Oh, no. And then I'm like, I'm so sorry about what you've just gotten yourself into. You followed me thinking I'm going to continue tweeting insightful conference-based things, and instead we're just back to my opinions on Star Trek. So I feel like I feel like I, I have managed to hit a point where my, my I, that, that's never a problem I'm going to have because my tweets are so bad and so like not worky. <laughs> That like, it's not that academic people follow me and then unfollow me. I've like immunized myself against ever being followed by work accounts. <laughs> Fantastic. Like, and and like, I every once in a while I'm like, oh, this is a cool paper on new results in neutrino physics. I should tweet this, and then I'm like, wait, no, nobody who follows me wants to hear about <laughs> neutrino physics. <laughs> I mean, if you tweet that, I'll like it. I don't promise to read the paper, but I'll be excited that you're excited. Okay, all right. So get ready for more <laughs> boring science content on my on my Twitter. <laughs> uh, um, what is your Twitter? You haven't said yet. At Jeremy underscore Hughes. That's Jeremy as in the name Jeremy and then an underscore and then H-E-W-E-S. Uh, that's where mm-hmm. you can find me on Twitter. And what if people want to know about your musical tastes? Oh yeah, you should follow. So I have a music radio show. I haven't done one in a while. I should do one at some point, but, uh, at distant sounds is the Twitter for my music radio show, distant stations. And also shout out to at person generator, which is a bot that I made that generates people. It's real good. If you play RPGs and all of a sudden you need to think of a name and you're like, ah, oh, crap, what's yeah. a name? And then yeah, so we're immediately after recording the show, we're about to play an RPG. So <laughs> yeah. we're going to be making use of it for sure. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, it was fun as always. I always say it was fun. It always is fun. Thanks for being here. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, and you know, thanks for putting us in your ears. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Yeah, same. Like, good tomorrow too. Yeah, and just just good. I'm I'm not going to put an end cap on it. Just be good indefinitely yeah just have a good time yeah Yeah. there we go well uh it's a goodbye from me god that's the worst exit in the world and (laughs) Uh, toodles yeah see ya down the road next month pal bye 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 nice that was flawless (laughs) perfect we're professionals